Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 48 of Too Busy to Podcast. Now, with the summer holidays fast approaching, although how that's even possible is beyond me, (laughs) I thought now would be a good time to talk to you about how you can take a break from your show. This episode is especially for those of you who do not podcast in seasons, which in my opinion makes it a lot easier to incorporate natural breaks into your schedule. And as I've talked about on the show before, it's one of the reasons why I moved this podcast to seasons, just to allow myself some breathing space throughout the months. If you're considering moving to seasons and you'd like to learn more, hop on over to episode 33, where I talk all about the benefits of seasons how you can structure your season, and so much more. Now, something I see a lot in podcasting groups over on Facebook is a fear of taking a break. I mean, people have been running their show for a really long time, say a year or more straight with no breaks. And then because we're human, they finally get to a point where they're like, ah, okay, I'm going to need to take a break. But then they also worry about losing the audience that they've built up in that time during the break. And it's a valid concern. And it is likely to happen if you don't do a couple of things. And I'm going to share what those things are with you, of course. But before I do, I want to start by saying that if you are a newer podcaster, or if you're thinking about launching your podcast, you really should consider seasons. This is something that I highly recommend to my launch clients when we work together. And that's because I know how much is involved in being a podcaster, especially when you are starting out. A lot of people underestimate how much is involved. And even if you outsource all the things to someone like myself, you still have to factor in prep work, recording, the strategy piece. And so I kind of want you, as I do with my clients, to ease into your podcasting journey. It's almost like when you go to the pool and you know the water's cold. Well, maybe this is just me. So, you know, if this does not relate, I totally understand. But, you know, I go to the pool, I know the water's freezing, and I would just gently lower myself into the pool using the steps, you know, one leg at a time, get a feel for the temperature rather than throwing myself in at the deep end. And no, (laughs) that is so not me. I just want to ease into it. I want the same thing for new podcasters. Don't just go gung-ho. That is the quickest way to lead to burnout. And thinking about your show and, you know, running your show for the unforeseeable future can be overwhelming for some, especially if you 
where someone like some of my clients really struggled to create content consistently before they started their podcast. And the podcast has helped them to produce weekly content, which is great. But the chances of burning out if you don't have the right systems and the right mindset in place is a lot greater. And I want you to be able to achieve long-term success and not pod failure episode 12, which is the case for a lot of new podcasters. So what should you consider when taking a break from your show? Of course, there's two major times of the year when this might apply. Summer holidays, when the kids are off school, and depending where you are in the world, in the UK, they're off about, you know, for six to eight weeks. In the US, I think it's a bit longer. It could be anything from two to three months. And then, of course, this Christmas, sort of middle December to mid-January, is usually the time when people start to wind down, you know, go off for the holidays and extend their break into the middle of January. So with that in mind, here's what I suggest you think about when you take a break from your show. Number one, and it's number one for a reason, because I feel like this is the most important thing, communicate with your audience. So important, and yet it is often forgotten. And this can be done in a number of different ways. Number one, you could do a a standalone episode, which, you know, really short, so maybe five, 10 minutes, where you update your audience, your listeners about your plans. You want to make sure that you let them know when you're going to be back, depending on the type of show you have and the format and how vulnerable you usually are. Not every show is like this. Not every podcaster is like this. You might want to give some explanation. Um, that's quite good in building trust because they kind of get to know you. Um, but you know, it's totally up to you how deep you want to go. Second way of doing it is at the end of your last episode, you can mention it then. One thing to note though is that statistics show, I can't remember the number off the top of my head right now, but statistics show that only a certain percentage of people listen through to the end. So if you follow that suggestion, it will mean that some people will miss your message. So it might be that the standalone episode, you know, described in a way that's really clear what you're talking about is the best way to go. And of course, you want to let people know on your social media platforms, your email list, wherever it is that you promote your episodes. Normally, you want to make sure that you communicate your break there as well. Do not leave your audience hanging because if you do not say anything to them, they're going to assume that something has happened, that you're gone for good and they will move on to the next thing. So that's number one. Number two, plan in advance. Don't just pop on one week and say, well, that's it, folks. We're off now for two months. No warning, nothing. Unless, of course, there's been an emergency. I know life happens. But for me, an emergency is an entirely different scenario. If you are planning for a break because, you know, there's going to be a different period in your life or, you know, it's August and the entire family are going away 
or whatever it might be that is totally separate. Because with an emergency, you have no real idea of how long you are going to be away for. So plan ahead, look at your schedule and think about what works best for you and planning that break accordingly. Number three, don't feel pressured to put out bonus content. This is something that I see in Facebook groups as well. Even recently, this lady was really concerned. She'd put a post and she was really concerned about taking a break. And her question was around whether she should put out little mini episodes while she was off because she really feared that she would lose the audience that she built up. And I was really pleased to see, I was obviously going to put in my two cents and the overwhelming response to her post was, no, you do not have to put out bonus content. You don't want to just put out content for the sake of it. If you've been podcasting long enough and you've built up an audience and you have engaged with them and you've interacted with them and they're loyal, it's very unlikely that your listeners will desert you because you've decided to take a month or two off. Unless, of course, you have not communicated that to them. So going back to point one, communication is key. But it's very unlikely that when you return, that you have lost them all, that they've all, you know, decided to go elsewhere. So there's no need to fear losing your audience. And there's no need to put out content for the sake of putting out content, especially if it's not really aligned with your normal episodes. Number four, during your break, promote old episodes. So as podcasters, and I am guilty of this, sometimes when I'm writing content for social media, I have to remind myself, oh, I did a podcast episode on this. Let me just grab the transcript and, you know, repurpose. We often focus on creating new content, new episodes, and we forget about what we have already done. So this is another idea to drive listeners to your old episodes by, you know, posting about them while you're away. So before you go off, spend some time, carve out an hour or two, however long it takes you to create posts for social media and then schedule them out. Make sure you've got all the links in your bio so that people can easily access your show. This is a really great way to keep people engaged. It might be, you know, for your email list. Again, you write these in advance and schedule them to go out. You could have a curated list of episodes, a playlist almost like you can do in Spotify that you share with your subscribers that they will find helpful on their own journey. Another great way to drive traffic or drive new listeners to your show whilst you're away. Number five, be sure to promote your new episodes the week before you return. So say you decided to take a break July, August off, come back in September, just make sure at the end of August, again, you don't need to be fully present, you can schedule these in, you do a bit of a promotion so that people know the longer your break, I think the more you should kind of let, you know, put in the effort to let people know that you are soon returning. So depending on the format, that you use for your show and how you engage your audience. It could be an audiogram, it could be reels, quotes, video, whatever it might be, just make sure that you use a few teasers. This is a great way to get their attention and of course, remind them that, oh yeah, okay, Rosemary was away, but yeah, she's coming back, can't wait to 
tune into her episodes again. That's the kind of vibe you want to kind of hype them up. And it's up to you. You might want to do a giveaway. It kind of depends on where you are in your podcasting journey. If you are a newer podcaster, you're still growing. You might not necessarily want to throw a lot of money into the mix. It really, it really does depend, but it's just an idea of what you could do to get people re-engaged. So those are five things I recommend if you want to take a complete break from your show. But if the thought of taking a break like stepping away completely gives you total anxiety. It's okay. I've got your back. I'm not going to sit here and say, you must not take a break. I'm here to support you, however that works best for you. So if you want to do something, you don't want your feed to be completely empty whilst you're away, here are a couple of additional things that you can do. Number one, look at your stats. So you can check out your stats in your host. So if you use Libsyn, there's an analytics tab, Buzzsprout, all the hosts will have some form of analytics that you are able to check. So look at your stats. You could also check them out in Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Identify the episodes that performed the best, depending on how long you're away, right? So if you're away for two months and you're a weekly show, that could potentially be eight or nine episodes, depending on the month, to identify those episodes and republish them. I recommend recording a new intro. So, you know, don't just post it as it used to be prior. You want to create a special intro, mark the episode as a replay, and then schedule it to go out whilst you're away. I think this works really well for podcasts that have been running for a while. So maybe 75 to 100 episodes or more because you're able to pull from a bigger container. Number two, you could consider podcast swaps or a podcast takeover. A takeover will probably work really, really well. So a podcast swap is when you swap with another podcaster. So this will take a bit of planning and organization because you need to get them recorded and edited, all that kind of stuff before you take your break. Whereas a takeover would have minimal effort on your part. So what does this look like? So a podcast swap is when you go on another podcaster's show, they come onto your show and voila. You might not post them at the same time, but that's a way for you to get content for your show while you're away. And then a takeover, which I quite love the idea of, is when you reach out to a podcaster who has a similar audience to yourself and it might be that they have an episode that really aligns so an already recorded episode so something from their back catalog for example that really aligns with your audience and they just take over your show for the month or for a week it's really up to you if you wanted to highlight a different podcaster every week so they would just share that episode with you you could do a quick intro for all the episodes to just say, ah, introducing such and such, who's taken over on the podcast this week. Hope you enjoy this episode. Something like that. And then you schedule it to go out with the show notes. Voila, done. I came across a podcast recently that did this. I can't remember which one it was called, but it was really, really, really cool. So that's something to think about. And it's a lot less work compared to a podcast swap because a podcast swap, you still need to record. 
And then, of course, there's the marketing side of it. So you want to create your graphics and your copy in advance and schedule it out before you go. One thing you want to think about before we wrap up, if you want to take a complete break, like you're totally switching off, maybe you're going away for the month, up in the mountains with your family, there's limited internet, you've got lots of stuff planned, you've not even taken your laptop. How can you get ahead so that on your return, you're not breaking out in a sweat because you've realized, oh crap, I've prepared nothing. Because the time away in the mountains will quickly become a distant memory. (laughs) And that's why let's go back to point two earlier where I talked about planning in advance. So you don't just want to plan for going, you want to do a little bit of planning for your return as well. I've always said it's best practice to always be at least two episodes ahead. I think four episodes is optimal, but always have two episodes recorded. Ideally edited, but life happens, we get busy. But if you've got at least two to four episodes ready to go, so that when you come back, you don't have to think about starting from scratch again. So that's something to think about before heading off on your break. And remember, taking a break is not a bad thing. You're not going to let your listeners down because you took a break. So do not be so hard on yourself. And it's my opinion that whatever time you take away will only benefit you. It certainly did me. And every time I take time off from my business, oh, it's a wondrous feeling. Like I get more clarity, new ideas, a chance to review and tweak renewed energy, like there's so many benefits to taking a break. So, you know, it's fine. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just plan it out in a way that is good for you and good for your listeners. So before we wrap up, a quick recap about what we have talked about. Number one, first and foremost, When you are considering taking a break from your show, communicate with your audience. Number two, plan in advance. Number three, don't feel pressured to put out bonus content or any additional content just for the sake of it. Take the break. You deserve it. Number four, schedule your post to go out referencing old episodes on social media and to your email list. Number five, Republish your best performing episodes with a new intro. And number six, schedule your posts. Don't forget about your marketing efforts. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Next week, we have a special guest, Rebecca Ann Warner, the perfectionist cure coach, who, as you might be able to tell, will be sharing her expertise about perfectionism. I've always classed myself as a bit of a perfectionist, you know, Enneagram One, anyone else? Anyone else? Enneagram ones. But this conversation with Rebecca has taught me that there's so much more about this topic. So I can't wait to share it with you next week. Until then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others 
post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.